0: I've taken the liberty of telling the surgeon to remain below, sir. He's really not able to report. I'll have no drunken relic
2: holding
3: up the discipline aboard my ship. What's more, Mr. Byam, bring him on deck immediately, or I'll take the liberty of having you seized up and flogged. Are you presuming to give me orders? Reporting on deck for duty, sir.
0: Mr. Morrison, do your duty. Four dozen, I believe. Four dozen it is, sir.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from
4: beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall.
2: Hello, good morning, and welcome, listeners, to Achtung Millwall, the number one Millwall podcast, broadcasting to you live from the AMS boat on the River Thames. We've just set sail from Greenwich Pier. You can hear the music behind me. I'm in the bar. There's probably about 100, 120-odd blokes on here. Really nice event. We're on the Hurlingham Party Boat. we just want to give a big shout-out to Hurlingham Party Boat. Really nice um, club kind of uh, disco area. Nice bar. A few chaps having a few beers. It's, what, 9 o'clock, half like past 9 in the morning. And we're on our way to Brentford today. I shall be mingling, walking around the, the bar. see what we get... I'm talking to Paul Turner, I'm talking to Dave Bannon and Matthew
5: Wood. We're,
2: yeah, we're, we're looking to have a very enjoyable day. I'm hoping that I'm going to be watching the match with one eye because I doubt we're going to get much out of it, Nick. Dave, do you fancy our chances at
4: Penford? mate? Me says no, but Meart says, oh, I don't know. It was a lot better performance Tuesday night. It's the finishing that's let us down, the same as Bolton away last Saturday. We had two one-on-ones. Yeah. If you don't take your chances
2: at this level, you don't win games. Now, you and me were talking a little bit earlier about Diego Cavrini. You're, you're not a fan. Is that fair to say, Dave?
4: Yeah, as I said, I think he's a white Etienne Um <laughs> it, You know, runs all over the pitch. Easy on the eye, but no end product. I, I quite like Etienne Verveer as well. Maybe I've got a, a taste for fancy um, foreign players. I don't know. Well,
6: I did like him. You Good for like Wilkins.
2: Issue, would you play him? Would you start him? I would play him. He's got yeah. an air of
6: class about him, but we need a, we need
2: a finishing touch. Yeah. Which we don't have. We haven't had all season. No. We don't think we're going to get either. Oh, we win today two one to Jimmy Evans. So I like, I like your start, mate. I like your start.
5: <laughs> Achtung, Mailball.
2: I'm talking to Mickie Simpson. Organiser today's boat trip. Mick, this is fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Nice, nice boat. Nice sounds. Yeah. It's uh, pints, so it's
6: all going a bit like Millwall now, isn't it? All the pints lined up. Lined up. Um, but but no, no one's them. Either. No, that's it. But no, see, a lot of this organisation and whatnot is down to, obviously, the AMS doing this, but yeah. a lot of it is the Hurlingham. So people can follow them on the Hurlingham. If they want to hire a private boat, do cruises up and down the Thames or parties or whatnot, then speak to Wayne at the Hurlingham. They can sort
2: out. They're, they're on Twitch. I've seen their yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. A Hurlingham party boat, if anyone's interested in, in renting a boat. It's a really nice, really nice facility. Well- Done for organising it, Mick. No ways, And uh, in a
6: minute, Nick, you'll see this boat come alive as we come towards Tower Bridge. Okay. On come the Millwall songs, and we make sure that Tower Bridge hears us.
2: Well, I will be looking forward to that, mate. Oh, you will. I'm doing a bit of mingling, so. Yeah, no ways, mate. Thanks a lot, mate. No worries. Andy Ambler says Millwall players must take some blame for our predicament. Some blame or all the blame? Is it the manager or is it the squad? What do you say? Yeah, I think it's the mix of the two. I think the manager plays a big part. Ambler says Ian Holloway's a lot of criticism and that goes with the territory but he's, uh, Ambler's amazed that some of the players haven't taken as much criticism as, as maybe they should have. Yeah. The players have got off flight. He had in January to get the players in and he never he never got them in, did he? We had a, we had a relaunch in January. almost. come oh, he's, a, a he's got in yeah. Taylor Fletcher and
6: all of his old team yeah. from yeah. Blackpool? Yeah. 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 But
2: still yeah. no goals? Still no goals yeah. in yeah. the
3: team?
2: Yeah. Can't buy a goal at the moment. After January
3: we had Gary Taylor Fletcher, Ricardo. Fuller and Gregory that, to combine it's over 100 years of people on the pitch up front not one goal
2: no knocking old men here right <laughs> I'm not knocking them it works. sometimes it works you're d- right it's not a young squad I mean uh, yeah, pretty... Bellson went on YouTube in a week and said he wants to bring the age of the squad down um, but you're right we've seen the opposite of that recently yeah we haven't got any middle fight out there you yeah. don't play consistent team does it every week he changes the team the back four we've got the, we've got the second to worst goal difference in the league Goes against, do you know what I mean? That sums up the whole season, mate. What Elruk well, can say to that is maybe not been motivated enough. I, I actually think when they're in the change room before the game under the Holloway, they weren't giving the instructions because I noticed out on the pitch, all of the, the first five minutes in the game, Holloway's telling them to do this, do that, do that. Surely that should be done before the game starts. So I think they're confused. We looked a lot more direct last Tuesday. We looked like we had a bit more middle Spirit. Yeah, a, a bit more passionate, but that's because I think the organisation, I think Harry said to me before the game, yeah. I expect you to do this, I expect you to do that, so players don't know what they're doing. So you take it back to the manager, basically, the motivation of the manager? I think manager. so, yes. I think so, yes. Right. I think I do. Players mistake, some of the blame, says Amber. What did you say to that, boys? I
0: can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't
2: hear you. can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm leaving that in the show.
0: <laughs> now, uh, they've
6: got a share some of the blame, yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, Holloway signed most of them and he, got, he, he he decided who was in who was out. He picked the team. And he relaunched the team in January, didn't he? He had a, a clear out and a, an incoming. Absolutely. I, I think... Um, yeah, you can't blame... Obviously, performances are what matter at the end of the day, but, you know, at the end of the day, you can't blame so you place the blame on the squad? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I, uh, uh, I mean, a bit of both. Like, you, can't, you can't say it's both of them. Uh, you can't say it's just one or the other. I'm sorry, I'm
2: sorry, I don't know. I know okay. I'm sorry, don't speak English. <laughs> I'll leave you alone. So that's a deaf bloke, a foreign bloke. That's a really good moral show. We're somewhere outside of um Canary Horn for listeners at the moment. Once the home of Millwall, I'm not right going to speak, I don't know how much of this is gonna come out. I might move downstairs and get away from the uh the bull
5: Achtung, Millball.
2: I've come away from the speaker zone the disco dance floor is a little bit too loud to go recording I've already uh, asked one death poke up there what he thought and he didn't know what I was talking about and the other guy was Swedish or Dutch he didn't know what I was talking about either so so far so good on the Acton Mool live on the AMS party boat the Hurlingham party boat at the moment we're just outside of uh, looks like that's Rotherhive on one side I think I'm going to intrude on the conversation here Neil Harris long term appointment or short term get, get us through to the end of the season nah, nah. short term short term I think so you will yeah. see an established manager coming in at the next season tough question isn't it who, who are we going to
6: get who can't go back to what we've just done I don't know the answer I don't no. know right, thank you
2: so I'm going to ask the panel, John Marquis, our new goal scoring, free scoring striker, playing for Gilligan these days, would you bring him back? No, nah. well, unless we go down. Unless we go down? Yeah, if we go down, give him another shot, if we don't,
4: he's got to go. John Marquis is a
2: League 1 striker, Yeah, yeah. championship he's, striker. He's had his chances, he's, he's a local boy, he knows, you know, he's Melbourne
6: through and through, but... but in League 1, you'd have him back? In League 1, I'd give him a shot, not in the championship.
5: Achtung, Mehlball.
2: We're just past the the old salt key pub. And as you can... <laughs> I've got some chance of recording a podcast up here, haven't I? Eh? That's... That's a climb to music. <laughs> Oh, there you are, a scar version of them. Come, and come! Make about what you will, listeners. So we're on the... Uh, is it the Folk's or what's the front of a boat called? The aft, the aft is the rear, isn't it? <laughs> James, you're a man of some general knowledge. What's the front of a boat called? It's not the, the fo'c'sle, is it? What's
1: it's the, uh, The aft. The, uh, the stern? The,
2: the, uh, stern the, bow, the, the bow! The bow! We're yeah, the, the bow. Here we are on the bows of the good ship, um, H- HMS Hurlingham en route to Brentford, talking to James Blewett. James, it's quite a, quite a day, quite an event so far, isn't it?
1: of an early start for me, to be honest, Nick, but... Uh... Well, it is. <laughs> I just looked to my watch. It's only ten o'clock. <laughs> bit warming up nicely. We're approaching we Tower Bridge. We're approaching Tower Bridge.
2: A whole load of shipmates out here. Ahoy, me hearties. Ahoy! Ahoy! I've asked you! swabs. <laughs> but I don't know. That might be to do to do with a choice of disco music that's being laid down in it. I don't know. John Marquis. Would you recall him from Gillingham? No. Okay. No. no? No. Scoring freely in League One. Because you're not having and the team, we can't score goals for Tuffy. No. No, Two, no, that's a no. <laughs> well, Fred, <laughs> Fred, Fred is yeah. Uh, the um, Fred's the bollocks. I, I agree with it. I think Fred is a is a prospect.
1: I've met, I've met him a few times. He, he comes down at where he's I nice work. He's fucking he's, he's lovely. No, no one else knows who he is. He, he gets around a bit unnoticed unless you support the club. But he's a lovely guy.
2: I thought when 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 he was playing for us earlier in the season when he first appeared, I thought that kid's going to go all the way. I think he's got the X factor. I think he's got the touch to go to the. Highest level. It's the one good thing Lomas has ever done for this club is get him signed on a contract. Yeah, Apart no, from that. He's, and he's scoring well for Wickham at the moment. Uh, yeah. Again, presuming we're going to go down, presuming we accept that relegation is certainty. Mark, we saying on your dimmer, might be a nice, um, nice combo up front and then league one. But you, you don't fancy Mark. He's doing it right now, but it's too little, too late. Yeah, yeah. He chooses the, the months when his contract's about to expire. Give O'Brien a chance. Okay. Yeah, I like, I like the look of
5: O'Brien.
3: Just go underneath. Tower We are We are Super Mil-
4: no
6: like
4: no like we,
2: we are We are the We are are I'm going under the tower bridge. What the fuck is this? Saying. Uh, s- some of the boys are getting smiles and waves from her uh, attractive, a- attractive oriental suits. There you go.
5: Achtung, Mehlball.
1: I think, I think Harris is really trying to big up Gregory for the rest of the season yeah. just to see if he can turn that corner with confidence. If he can turn that corner, we could have a very good striker. on
2: I think he's, a, he's potentially a very good striker. He's got the movement. He's clearly got the, the ideas in his head. But he, you need I the think goal. If he gets a goal, yeah. it'll come good. Yeah, yeah, but no, he, he can't buy a goal at the top no, exactly, of the moment. Exactly. We're going past HMS Belfast, listeners. World War II battleship, of course. And I believe the first gig played by Spandau Ballet.
1: James. <laughs> now that's something I never knew, Nick. Yeah. Thank you for
2: that. i have been showing a lot of knowledge about Spandau Ballet, but yeah, they played the uh, the H M S Belfast with a reading of poetry beforehand by Robert Elms. Ah, <laughs> oh. French French poetry, naturally. Oh. <laughs> the question is, who would we keep out of the current squad? You'd probably keep David Foulds. Oh. I would keep David Foulds. Number one in League One. Harding, who builds? Harding, yeah, we. I mean, Average players, I don't see anything brilliant out of Hardy or Cummings. It impresses you got, me. If you've got to rebuild the squad, you can't be picking and choosing that much. Greg, Gregory, certainly keep him in League One, and I presume he's got a more than one year contract, so yeah, keep him. Um, Cummings, 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 I keep. Um, the youngsters, Sid, Aiden O'Brien, all of the youngsters, clearly you want to keep on, keep them on. Paris, giving yeah. you know, that a bit of a Paris, really, yeah. Paris worries me. Paris Cowan worries me. Yeah. I've I a very talented boy. Two half games, two injuries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, he's got the... He, I thought, with the, the one bit we've seen of him, I he thought he's got the X factor in the sense that he looked dangerous yeah. and he looked lively. <laughs> but he does seem fragile, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, yeah. Master of Paris, <laughs> with Justin Hoyt's one... I... That's a, I'm, I'm going to keep that joke. That's, that's a spontaneous one a lager joke, then. With Justin Hoyt, I'll get rid of him. Justin Hoyt who? <laughs> There is, there is a plan to make Justin yeah, White player mean, of the season yeah. as a protest vote. I don't know what you what
3: think of that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you keep that? No, I mean, no, no. If you're going to make someone player of the season, make it Fred. Come on. He's, he's not even at the club and he's the best player we've got. He's the best player
2: we've got. Um, but I mean, the concept of a player of the season doesn't quite arise in a season. Though. It's like, I mean, genuinely, I mean, it's a serious point. I can't see who you could pick out of this as a player of the season. Well,
3: player of the season is the player you're most proud of. The, most, the player I'm most proud of isn't even playing for the fucking club. Yeah. <laughs> The <laughs> players of the season are the ones that have
2: not been playing. Sid Riffens, which has been able to take him along, I mean. You've been wasting out on five or six appearances, five yeah. yeah. or six starts. Even Jake Goodman got a goal for bloody Wimbledon. He's um, a centre-back. Uh, John Mark was their high scorer, he played for Gillingham, so, yeah. you know, it's make it out what you will. We don't day. treat our youngsters very well, we do we? we we We're almost. Done, <laughs> I mean, the whole issue of making Sid Nelson captain, I thought, was very unfair on the boys. He is a boy, you know, he's, he's, he's barely 18. Make club Captain, um, and plunged into a, a relegation fight. I mean, that oh, was—I thought—that was one of
5: the
3: I'll poorest see, pieces of man management I've, I've seen. See, many, many years ago, yeah, you've I mean, seen a few bits well, of man management in your time, sir. Well, yeah, I have. I'm a scout, I and mean, you know what I mean. I've seen the kids come through, loads of kids come yeah. through. You know what I mean? But it's just—you're right, what you say. We don't give them a fair chance. You know what I mean? Once we get a bit of talent, yeah. playing a few games. You know, we're looking for is a fast buck. Yeah. We've got yeah. nothing to invest in. We don't even have the infrastructure no, takes no. a kid under our wing it's builds fine. him up other clubs do and it, and it, I mean you see the likes of Brentford where we're going today yeah. they've got structure haven't they you take, you take for instance tomorrow right? our academy is playing the best academy in, in London yeah, yeah. and now we'll see tomorrow we'll see how much we have improved yes. last week we played uh, not last week before we played Norwich and we've done very well against Norwich right. so we're improving that way and we've got yeah. some lovely Kids coming through, we really have. Um, but apart from that, unless we actually give them games and keep them, you know what I mean, and give them good contracts. The kid needs that, they need to They, need to well, they their game, don't that's they? That's right. The no. main, you know. The thing is, what they need to do more than anything else is to get the confidence by playing. Yeah. And if you, There's no substitute for that. No. Nah. <laughs> And that's what that's what Harris is. Well, he said he's going to do it. Whether he does it or not, I yeah. hope he does. Put it that way. I mean, it's it's, um, it's a bit awful. Keep 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 worrying every season about you know. We know we haven't got any money. We got we got the most skinniest millionaire in the world. <laughs> <laughs> It's kept us afloat for a few years. It keeps us afloat.
2: It keeps us alive. Yeah. It? <laughs> um, it's very tough. I mean, you know, you look at clubs at the top of this league. You're talking about the Middlesbroughs and the Derbys, so These are ex Premier League. A lot of money at that level. Yeah, and we we, we it can't beat there We don't Well, see well no, any no, you
3: can't. Good. You can't because simple reason is they get the parachute payments when they come down. They're <laughs> still getting 16 million pound a year, aren't they? But
2: then I'll throw Bournemouth out of there because I mean, Bournemouth aren't a big club traditionally, are they? They're not a hotbed of football. They
3: seem to have some backing. got They got some backing there's they're packing with a uh, with an ambition, isn't there not You know, tell I me. Mean, I mean, I honestly, one of the one of the best youth scouts in this country is Les Reed. Okay. He used to be a Choulton, at Chelten, now he's at Southampton. Yeah. And just look at the kids they've brought through. Yeah. So you, you know what I mean? So, That's a key point for a club like ours. We're a small club. Mean, we should be doing things like that, though. You know Finding I mean? talent and then bringing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Play them at nineteen, wouldn't they get to nineteen? Not right. I mean, I don't, I personally don't believe Mark was was given that much of a good. Charge. No. You know what I mean? He, he showed a few good touches in a few good games, but then all of a sudden he, he fell out. Of, he must have fell out of favour. and he must that's have said, said. something, because I mean, he's clearly out I, of favour. I think so. I mean, there's a guy who used to play for our veteran team, and he used to be his agent. Yeah. Well, we used to work for the agency who represented John okay. Marcus, and he used to tell us, like, you know what I mean? He's fell out of favour. They kept wanting to put him out alone here, everywhere, like, you know what I mean? So he
2: used to be doing OK at Gillingham, presumably with a, with a more
3: supportive um, Where were you? group knocked, around him. Maybe I don't know. He knocked the other bloke out, didn't he? Eki Fenway. Yeah. So yeah, late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, er, for as er big he was, he yeah. still scores goals. Scoring goals. Yeah. And that's all you can do as a striker. Strike, that's, 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 yeah. yeah. that's, that's what your job.
5: Yeah. Achtung, Mailball. Mailball.
2: Well, I, I mean, I've written an article for the magazine, speculating what, what, what's he doing here. I mean, it's a blunt way to put it, but um, you, you kind of ask the question: Why would a Bostonian millionaire, to whatever level, we don't really know how?
1: I think he's, I think the trouble is sometimes people think of him as this. Um... Bloke who wants to just, you know, this this decent chap who wants to lend us a bit of money. Actually, okay, he's a long-term sports investor. I think. I think the problem he's got is the long-distance bit, really, and his lack of footballing knowledge. He
2: well, doesn't have the depth of um, knowledge of the game that maybe you know we would do as as we grew up and died in the wall in it. But still, I mean, he's still funding it. So he, he is funding, yeah, and he's. I um, can't see where the fund lies. Fun funding, funding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get if you're on a, a roller coaster road, and I suppose if Holloway had worked then that would, have been the, that would have been the fun, wouldn't it? You well, know, he, you
1: he clearly had an upwards and onwards bit when he was going through the promotion into the championship and it's not worked out like that, but I, I, the problem, I think, is that he, he gave Jacket too much power in a way, because he, he, um, he really relied on him to be his football brains behind the whole operation, and to give the sort of strategic leadership, and I think Jacket needed a bit more challenge than that when he was around I don't think we should have scrapped the youth scheme when we did look in the way that we did. So it, it was very
2: short term It was short term, and if you you read Family,
1: that Michael yeah. Calvin book, you realise why managers are short term. They're only thinking of the next eight games in many ways, and we, I think what we really lacked is that long-term sort of strategic brain at Millwall, footballing brain, that can really develop the club and move it in the right direction. It's, it's a club that needs some
2: vision. I was just talking to this chap here, a scout from Millwall, apparently, and he's saying the same thing. We don't seem to support our youngsters very well. If we're anything, we're a, we're a producer of young talent. Aren't we? Yeah, it's we got to be. a function, it's there, sure. A yeah.
1: yeah, nephew is in the um, in the uh, in the uh, centre of excellence for a while, yeah. and it wasn't bad, but you know, it, it's, they didn't really look after him in the way you'd hope they look after local right. kids, really, and bring yeah, yeah. through, you know. Yeah. And uh, and like you say, it's it, it's sighted because that's the only hope really for a couple of our size, you
2: know. It was an interesting interview. I I, I I don't know what I expected watching it. I thought, you know, this is a bit of a moment of truth in a sense for John because We're going downwards rather than forwards, and pretty much since he's arrived, we've gone forwards bit yep. by bit. Yep. Uh, maybe we stood still for a couple of years.
1: No, this is this would be the moment. I mean, he'd bail out if he was going to bail out, really.
2: Forty million down the drain. Is, is it, I mean, he's, he's clearly not here for the property regeneration. I mean, many have many have said that he must be here for some kind of speculation on the on the area. But if that was his game, James, well, he,
1: would, he would have got a couple of years ago when the, Jesus. not done it very floor. well. If that
2: was his game, I mean.
1: But you do you do think game that's the distance bit? You know, if we'd had someone closer closer to the ground with all of that regeneration stuff, maybe they. Could have played a bit of a cannier game in terms of making sure that we got a spoil in the share, you know, a share of the spoils that's obviously going to come out of what's going to be a massive regeneration of the area, you know.
2: I think it goes back to the trust issue. I mean, you are talking about um, trusting Kenny Jacket. Yeah. I, I think without criticising Andy Amber particularly, but I think he trusts Andy Amber to run the business locally. Yes. Which
1: he kind of has to because he's yeah. over there in, yeah. in the US.
2: Um, and I think that he, he sets great store by these personal relationships. Um, yeah.
1: Maybe which, which in many ways is a very admirable quality, totally. I would Oh,
2: no, I uh... That's the tornado clipper passing us by here. People taking pictures of us like we're some kind of exhibit. Are we an exhibit, James? A special <laughs> exhibit.
1: Great exhibition. We've got three men in the boat. This is this three hundred men on the boat? <laughs>
2: we want away fans to come and taunt
4: us
2: (laughs) my personal theory is that we are a museum piece in many respects we're a very old fashioned club an old fashioned support we don't want to fit in any way shape or form to the modern kind of happy clappy footballing world and you see it wherever you go I mean you're up in um, Rotherham I mean that that is an attempt to be a happy clappy version of what Rotherham used to be yeah yeah. that's not us
1: that's not us at all, and I suppose that the, the holy grail the club's trying to find is something which modernises us without compromising the principles that make Mill what it is. Totally. And I don't know if they'll pull it off. To be honest, though, you could say that about the whole of English football, really. The whole thing's built on a bloody uh, foundations of sand and debt, and, uh, you know, it's... Uh, I, to be honest, I'm pretty gloomy about the future of the whole game in England, but... Um, but I think trying to get someone like Andrew Mills in to, you know... Well,
2: that's got an f- interesting appointment, I presume. That that's got some idea. If Neil
1: Harris does remain as first team manager... Yeah, no, I, th- I think I think it's great to have a head of recruitment. I'm, 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 I hate to be negative all the time, but, I mean... On, be I've, negative. It's a, it's a fancy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I, have to, I have to be honest. When I heard the bloke's interview, it did sound like... Uh, something. I have a, a management textbook of holistic assessments, data management and all the rest of it. I didn't really get the feel of a real football man um, and uh, really that did sound like a man who was very good at uh, bigging himself up. I mean, it'll be uh, the proof will be in the pudding. I mean, it's worth remembering that Brentford really soared after he left rather than when he was there. So, uh, <laughs> you know, but, but I do think it's uh, it shows that the club is recognised and that they're going to need a bit of a cannier strategic approach to the whole thing rather than just on these short-term waves of aging mercenaries.
2: Your wife is shaking your her head. You might have a waffle that you can come out with. About I, I, so can,
1: I can waffle all day, but uh, someone's just yeah. up, some, someone's just offered to do a Titanic with her at the front of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no Leonardo the rose on this boat, Janet, no.
5: Achtung, mehlball
2: so we're just approaching Westminster Bridge, where the tourists are. It's time to go and we are. We are an exhibit in the London Museum, aren't we? We are. London Eye. We are. Uh... We we'll do, we'll do sightseeing <laughs> on the. <otherwise. laughs> London eye to your left, ladies and gents. <laughs> okay, so here we go no under Westminster no Bridge. No a of show for the tourists. They come from all around the world to come and see the House of Parliament, the mother of democracy. And what do you get? We see her. A bunch of pissed-up Millwall fans. And it's only 20 past 10 in the morning. Let them come, come, let them come, come. let them come.
6: Let them all come down to the deep. Let them come. Yeah. There was internet internet chatter that we were going to be getting egged. (laughs) So we had half the boat ready to moor up with the beer, ready to take them out. (laughs) (laughs) And then we were going to meet them. (laughs) Private Ryan style. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Millwall style. (laughs)
2: So we're on the Hurlingham Party Boat, listeners. Follow Hurlingham Party Boat if you're interested in renting for an event. Um, fantastic facility, nice bar, nice disco, good sounds. I'm going to give regular shout outs because it's a really nice, nice day that we're having so far. Hurlingham Party Boat on Twitter, follow them. Oh, of course, get in touch with the AMS group on Twitter. Oh, yes. oh my good self! If you're listening to this, you know who I'm already. <laughs> and if you're not listening to this, then why aren't you?
6: But I think it's, it's class. That this is a uh, we're making mill history by
2: doing the first podcast on the Thames. So we are indeed. That's right. That's very true. This
6: Dunk Dunkirk. This is also the Marchioness's sister. Oh, is really? it? Yeah. So there's three boats. What are related to this? There's this one the Marchioness and another one? And um, and madly enough. One of my customers in my in my proper job, yeah. his dad used to own this. He bought these over from Belgium, right. and then converted them into party boats and whatnot. Right. Yeah. And that's
2: what this is. So this, well, this is this 1915, is, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's got has got a plaque on there for Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk. This is
0: yeah.
6: Yeah, this this way this was a service boat for the Dunkirk boat. So this had all the the food and fuel and all that on for the Dunkirk. So it's history, really. Fantastic. Yeah.
2: So how's the AMS going, Mick? I mean, it's it's been formed now for a, well, the start of the season, you put
6: Yeah, to that. pretty much. I mean, it's um, we had a website and um, we had a bit of a disagreement with the design of it, so we pulled the website. Okay. Um, and we're looking to, at the moment, get it redesigned. Yeah. But again, we've got a YouTube channel, which is pretty much providing the fans with what they want to hit. You know, they want to be able to look at the old games it's and everything else. Yeah, yeah. And then, you a lot know. Old photos, I've noticed you retweeted Yeah, a lot of, um, yeah. A lot of old photos. photos yeah, but. I mean, any photos what people share of us and we find and whatnot, it's just all about reminiscing. I think yeah. it's just literally bringing the whole of the Millwall fan base together yeah. and go, we're not looking to, you know, we're not looking to start a new agenda, we're not looking to start a thing. I just think that there's there's enough space and room for an independent fan group.
2: But events like this are fantastic. This is a
6: really nice We just day. want to look. We're, 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 we're in talks at the moment and we're possibly looking, definitely next season, maybe towards the end of this season to Wolves, yeah. but we are looking at potentially running some Coaches. Okay. So we are we are looking to do away travel. So yeah, um, oh hopefully if we can do anything and get to Europe, then we we'll possibly tap up Euroferries
2: <laughs> and see if we can use one of these Because it's <laughs> so AMS underscore group on on yes. Twitter. Yeah. You'll find AMS group. You'll find it on Twitter. Get on with it. It's well worth it. It's a nice event. Um, nice day trip today. In the weather's oh, nice. It's improved. It's warmed up a little bit. Yeah. There's there's one one chap next to me in a short sleeve shirt. That's real warm. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Achtung. So
2: we're doing a listed line interview with James Bluett, which is question number one. Your name or number plume? James Bluitt. James, Blewett.
1: James Blewett, funny enough, Nick. Yep. Age, occupation, where do you live as you wish to disclose. Oh, I live in uh, East Sulwich. Uh, you're EDL lion, aren't you? I am EDL lion. I always to be English Defence League lion. Yeah, rather unfortunate. That, that on purpose. <laughs> No, actually, <laughs> East Dulwich Lion. East <laughs> Dulwich Funnily enough, um, and I, uh, yeah, I'm 52. What
2: was your first Millwall
1: game, James? What was your first? Well, match? to be honest, Nick, it's slightly embarrassing because my first Millwall match was when I uh, was came to the 1978 uh, Ipswich Cup court Final, and uh, right, it was a bit of a riot, Nick, and I know that because um, I was with the Ipswich fans because uh, my. My dad had uh, moved around a bit and, uh, t- and got some tickets in the Ipswich end. Yay! Well, what we thought was the end, because when yep. we got to at the end, we got to the ground, we were uh, completely ambushed and ended up um, <laughs> cowering most of the game. was uh, screaming, come on, you lions, as these great big blokes in white-clad seat shirts came and stood amongst us, uh, terrorising us. And the uh, train got bricked, and uh, we got completely battered and bru- bruised, and uh, it was one of the most uh, traumatic afternoons of my life. So uh, that's my instruction in Millwall. Oh, you came back? I did come back, <laughs> yeah, back. no, because actually there was a real... Um,
3: there
1: was a, there was a passion and a rawness to the to, to the football which I'd never seen at certainly at Ipswich but yeah. uh, but also in other places I've been uh, when I moved around. So yeah, no. When I, when I started working in Deptford a few years later, I, I found myself coming down to Millwall and so um, when did you kind of re- return? eighty four. 84, 84, 84, 84 so, so that was the uh, season division days, the, When we went up, yeah, yeah. T- and so uh, times bash the bash and uh, the bash. Anton. Actually, no, it wasn't that grim. In a way. It was a quite an exciting. Season because that was when there was that cup run, the Chelsea game beat Leicester. Yeah, uh, yeah going in and, Leicester. Uh, you know, but and a real a real Millwall team as well. People like you know Inchelwood and um, uh, Cusack and uh, and uh, the famous image of Flash with his shirt rips. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. CBL the halfway
2: line, James. Or Sneaks, Where did you used to stand? I stood at the stand back of the halfway line. Back of the
1: halfway line, right yeah. at the very back. I'm under the back, yeah, under the cover bit at the back of the halfway line. Yeah.
2: It was it was quite. A um, it was quite a venue for football, wasn't it, Cold Lane?
1: Yeah, when it, when it... Do you have when, misty-eyed memories of it? Do you, do you... <clears throat> when it rocked, it really rocked. I really enjoy it. And to be honest, it, it's not the same as the new place. But to be honest, you could be a bit rose-tinted. It was really bloody bleak there sometimes. It was really... Uh... Well, I was there in 78 when we got relegated to Wrexham. There was 2,500 people in there, so it didn't rock that night. It was, no, it exactly. Was you know, we were sitting down on the terraces watching. And after George Graham had left, when um, John Doherty first came in, it didn't look good for a person. Oh, it was a, season. a tough season oh, yeah we had uh, two young players we had to rely a bit like uh, O'Brien and Gregory funnily enough but yeah. we relied on Michael Marks and this young bloke with his stupid name called Teddy Michael Hortelli. Marks Michael Marks <laughs> 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 who's your um, well, uh, new den
2: James do you like the new den
1: <laughs> I do like the new den actually yep. No, I think it's I, I, you know, obviously going away a lot you see lots of the new bowls and the rest of it and I think that although it is a modern stadium it's uh, we've managed to turn it into a bit of a shithole um, um, quite it's quickly, apart, really, quite and it's, nice. uh, yeah, I think the uh, <laughs> the jumbotron really sums it up for me. really.
2: The jumbotron is fantastic; because it has like a gallows feel to it. And um, if you look closely at the roof, parts of the roof are falling apart as well. Where I sit,
1: it's the there's, the rusting, kind of the peeling coming away. The rusting, me. which apparently was deliberate, but I don't believe that for a minute. No, but, I don't uh, believe yeah. that. And that wonderful
2: um, kind of uh, awning that used to be on the
1: side that used to look like an old vest hanging on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um that's gone now. But that, I thought that just after managed. your podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, like, yeah. um, favorite all-time player, James. Who's your favorite all-time
1: well, player you've ever seen? My favorite Millwall player was uh, Dennis Salmon. Danny Salman Danny Salman, isn't he? because he wasn't the best player in the world, but there was a, a, a gutsiness to the bloke which oh, I just oh. thought summed up the sort of Millwall spirit. Really, I remember we were uh, yeah, yeah. we were one nil down against someone like Bradford or Middlesbrough. Um, I think it was actually in that promotion season when we went up to the old First Division, and I just remember him running across to the and shaking his fist like come on and you just thought for me that really summed up what a Millwall player should be about I mean he did have some skill he wasn't just a you know just a, just a I mean, I but, but uh, he was a limited player but played above himself all the time
2: nice choice that's the first choice for Danny Salman I don't think anyone else has gone for Danny yet so we're going to swing to, uh, to the opposite extreme now the worst Millwall player
1: you've ever Nicky seen. Coleman <laughs> sorry I know it's an obvious choice but he was absolutely dreadful I felt so guilty when uh, he broke his leg and I just cheered <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Most memorable match. Which match would you choose as your choice if you could go to the desert island with one match as your all uh, t- t- memory. T- to
1: be honest, I know the big games are really special, the Wembley appearances, Cardiff, Old Trafford and all the rest of it. But it it was I think it was probably that forest game in the first the old first division when it uh, oh, was an immense, we came back from 2 0 down. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Roddick got the uh, And nearly won it. That's right, and nearly won it and, and for me it was such a I couldn't really believe it there we were at the top of the first division having all these really famous players coming down you, every yeah. week you look at the team sheet and think fucking hell we've had it this week yeah. and we would hold our own and it was just brilliant
2: and we did we, we had had it for the bulk of that game I think there's, there's a rosy tint to that, that yep. match because I, I hold that one dear yep. but we were actually outclassed for about, for about the, the 70th minute and we, yep. somehow we saw we, we our, our way back, back into, into it, into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the den factor came in because yep. that was the loudest I've ever been yep. anywhere and I include gigs You know, yep. Yep. my ears were ringing at the end Yeah, of
1: no, it's a an amazing afternoon.
2: Your favourite ever Mill moment, that's against your match, at the moment, to distinguish from uh, a game. Was there any, any favourite Mill moments you'd pick out?
1: Well, I suppose, I mean, it's quite a recent example, but I think that actually Paul Robinson scoring that goal at uh, in in the playoff final uh, a few years ago, because there'd been tough, you know, ten tough, you know, five tough years back in Division One, and we knew that we had to get up, and it was 70th minute, and we'd we'd done the job really professionally but you started to get those nacking doubts as to whether it was going to go in and bang it went in Funniest Millwall moment James moment. Uh, I mean it's a very obvious one but it was the um, it was the, uh, the, the the Villa player who sadly died it was the Paul the, you know, Birch, Birch the Paul the, Birch the roasting of Paul Birch yeah. was a so good art um, also I thought the Lee Hughes afternoon was uh, <laughs> I bought it was friends for a a day that day and I bought a couple of non-Millwall down, and they could not believe their eyes at what happened. The amount of stuff flying on the pitch, seven minutes injury time, uh, Hughes having to be having to be subbed and <laughs> sprinting like bloody Olympic Christie down the tunnel. It was a, a classic Millwall. after. only
2: though, a yeah. Millwall, wasn't it? Absolutely, one of those yeah. days only. A
1: and the dismantling of the beer hut at Gillingham as well was another particular <laughs> uh, golden memory.
2: Here's oh, yeah. a tough question. Your favourite current player? Who would you pick out of the current squad as a, as a favourite? Anyone? It is a tough
1: question. <laughs> I'm leave the, leave team the balls <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, I suppose for for spirit, I, it, you know, Jimmy Abdu is uh, is, is a player who, uh, who who really who really does it. Um, I'm quite encouraged and hopeful, but also not really sure it's going to happen with Gregory. Yeah. Um, Cowan Hall sums up Millwall at the moment. Really, has looked fantastic when he came on, and then got injured. Uh, so str- struggling, to be honest, Nick, to uh, to name anyone. <laughs> he really uh... the final question then, is, is,
2: is the lot your most disliked opponent
1: <laughs> and that could be a player or a club or well, the, the, the classic, the classic. Um, obviously, the classic rivals are uh, West Ham, yeah. but they're almost a team because it's a proper, intense, vitriolic hatred. It's a, it's you almost quite enjoy it. They're also very similar to us. So very. That, that's, similar. that's a dark, the darkness, there, there the dark. Is, truth there is. There is. No, no one no, ever no. wants to admit. We, when we went away, when we went away to West Ham last time, my, my oldest son was with us, and he said, "Oh, thank God we're on a train full of Millwall," and I said, uh, "No, shut up. We're not on a train full of Millwall at all. This is all West Ham." And they are similar. They're, I have to say, Palace are so irritating. <laughs> uh, they're fucking banners, they're fucking ultras, the ultras fucking play. drums. And the fact that now everybody says, this is the best atmosphere in English football, sums up everything that's fucking wrong with English football for me. Fantastic. James Blewett, you are a listed lion. Thank you very much, Nick. Well no
5: Achtung, Mehlball.
6: I think these guys have travelled the furthest. Okay, they've come from Sweden for today's game.
2: <laughs> from Sweden, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> chaps. Ticket Welcome to the, the Millwall boat. I'm, afraid Thank I'm you. a fan of the boat. Thank you. Well, you.
4: Well, no, nice. Nice. nice to meet you. We used to go. Uh, we, we come over um, a couple of times co- a, couple a year. Times a year okay. To watch. Yeah. Okay. What was what, the last game that we I was yeah. This season, and uh, was it a shit team?
6: <laughs>
1: yeah. Is that don't know, don't know. It just—I think I had a friend in back in Stockholm who it was like, dad was—he was a porter. So
2: it's, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, that. I, love it's it. I love it. <laughs> I, I, love it. it. <laughs> I always thought <laughs> only, only the English did eccentricity. Only English people did eccentricity. <laughs> yeah. But we can't complain with Swedes. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Achtung, Mehlball. Mehlball.
2: So I'm talking to Dave Bannon on the uh, AMS boat on route to Brentford. Yep. Welcome to the show, Dave. How okay, come? I'm asking your age, occupation, as you and where you live, as you choose to disclose it. Oh, God, no. and no. <laughs> I'm 45. 45. But occupation.
4: I own a landscaping and property maintenance company. So, what's your first Millwall game? What are your memories, of your first ever Millwall match. Dave? First Millwall match. My older brother took me to Chesterfield at home. 2-2 draw. Trevor Lee scoring for us. Trevor yeah. Lee. Yep. Yeah. Player. Yep. Great player. Been about, what, mid 70s? Something like, like 77. 77? Yep. Division two still at that stage. Two or three, yeah. Good memories, good came yeah. came back, clearly. Yep, loved it. Um, the following game we had Sheffield United at home, I think, I went to. Yeah. And that was my first taste of seeing, like, you know, probably all fans. Yeah. <laughs> Group of Sheffield fans abusing, like, about five fans. <laughs> About a dozen Millwall fans suddenly kicked the door down in a waiting room at New Cross Gate station, burst out and that's it. They were going to have it with a group of about 200 Shepherd fans. I was just dumbfounded about six years old, standing there watching them thinking, bloody (laughs) hell. What is this? Yeah. Wow.
2: Well, <laughs> it was quite a place, wasn't it, cold-blooded? I mean, you're right. That, that it, it was a different type of football back then. It was a different um, yeah,
4: experience. I, I loved it. I mean, a lot of characters at the old then. You, you still got one or two. I mean, I sit in the CBL, or otherwise known as the Jeremy Carl stand. <laughs> but, yeah. Where'd you go at the old ground? CBL, halfway line, you know, I was boys. I was always on the halfway line. On the halfway Yeah. Front or back, Dave? Oh, at, at the, the front. F- at the front. There was two old boys used to stand in front of us and spend yeah. the entire game shouting, "Ref, you're bent." <laughs> they
2: were twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you like the new ground? Do do, 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 do do you like it as a, as a venue? As a, as a No. A no. You know,
4: don't. No. It, to me, it's it's clinical. It's just literally breeze blocks and steel girders. Yeah. 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 It's it's got no soul to it the club could do more to actually give it an identity OK I mean you'd probably
2: throw that criticism at many, many grounds you go I away mean, games, yeah. They're all a bit like uh, I always come down with sports direct warehouses, you know they're, they're yep, kinda of, uh, they're a certain type of place, aren't they? But uh, I, I've always thought ground being the first it's, it's rusting and falling apart in many now. It has a certain character that other places don't. Unkept. Yeah. yeah. Unkept. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favourite all time player, Dave? Who would
4: you pick out? And on Okay. Most skillful winger I've ever seen at Millwall nailed on if he got you know tripped on the edge of the box been nailed on penalty and brilliant crosser of the ball
2: nice choice that's an unusual choice not many yeah. got on good points um, we're going to swing to the opposite extreme now who's your worst player who's the worst ball player you've ever seen
4: you've um, worst player I mean probably Rob Hulse was for attitude but worst player probably technically Michael Marks you, you know you had a I feel sorry for him, he was like a lame
2: host, you know? good choice Michael Marks um, the most memorable match most memorable
4: match. match 3-0 down uh, Sheffield Wednesday ok well, we the came back came back the old then 3-0 yeah. Yeah, yeah. brilliant game yeah. um, obviously the promotion run in '88, '89. Uh, Bournemouth awake yeah 2-1 I believe yeah I mean we had a football match on the beach before it's about 150 <laughs> a <side. laughs> no one wore any colours just bring a case of Foster's <laughs> as against the match what's your favourite ever Millwall moment probably was Arsenal away in the cup yeah yeah yeah. seeing a little five foot guy trying to collect tickets and there was eight and a half thousand Millwall fans or near that and he insisted trying to hold them back in the end the, the guy in his ticket box went flying down the stairs straight onto the platform in the underground it was like skittles watching everyone Dive out the way of this bloke in the box. Well,
2: it's going to link in there, so I've, I've got your funniest ever meal the moment. Again, promotion running
4: 88, 89, seeing Alan as, in the costume as the lion on the roof. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that, that had to rank up there. I can't remember which game it was. It was, it was the, the game, the Blackburn game, yeah, we, we won the yeah. league. Was yeah. uh, everyone was in relaxed mode. We got big 4-1, uh, Yeah, Max, and there was a bloke on top of the roof of the halfway line dressed in the hands of mine, mine costume he yeah. to swing his tail around like he's on a catwalk yeah,
4: yeah. no one knew what to do with him <laughs> and I just sort of left him <laughs> this is a hard one uh,
2: in the current squad who's your favourite current player do you mind, think um, anyone at home favourite oh, current that player in there oh, as well.
4: I, I think probably for his work rate it would be Jimmy Abdo um, yeah, yeah. he's not the most skilled player no. but he does normally give 100% yeah, he's a brilliant oh, so. player as well he's, he's kind of half to a yeah. different he, he is, but he, you know, he couldn't ever fault him for effort. The last question here, Dave, who's your most disliked opponent? Is it <laughs> club or, or player? It's got to be West Ham, <laughs> oh, They're like an itch you can't
2: scratch. <laughs> West Ham, nice stuff. Dave Bannon, listed line. Many thanks, mate. Cheers, Nick. Take care.
5: Achtung, Mehlball.
2: Listeners, welcome to Acton. now inside Griffin Park, Brentford. It's an old-school stadium, isn't it? It's terracing at one end. Terracing! Remember that? We used to have terracing at Colbro Lane, back when I was a boy. Used to stand up watching Millwall. But you get out of practice, listeners. You walk in, it all seems a bit strange, just people standing around. Couldn't find a bit of space at the back. Then you get some tall blokes standing in front of you. <laughs> this is the rhythm of the terrace life that I was brought up on, listeners you find you have a nice, cosy little spot, stood on the halfway line, and then some bloke stands in front of a and you can't see me. So I'm going to go a step forwards. Here we are. We'll see better now. It's a cold, grey afternoon in West London. We've had our boat trip. Hopefully you've got a sense of that from the uh, earlier part of the show. So what do we expect out of today's game? Well, oh, Jesus. Um... Myself, I think we're up against it today, clearly. Uh, we don't have goals in our side. Brentford, for me, were one of the better teams that we've seen this season, and they do have goals in their, in their side. So, um, clearly, we're going to be um, backs to the wall today. So, team news listeners, looks like we've got Graham, Graham Taylor-Fletcher, Gary Taylor-Fletcher, dropped to the bench. I'm sorry, I, I've had a couple of lagers, so you might get um, one or two stumbles in my match day portrayal today. Um, so, yeah, middle team Ford, defensively Cummings and Harding, uh, in the centre, Sid Nelson, Joshua Evolt. Midfield two of um, Jimmy Abdul, Sean Williams. I'm guessing uh, Upson, Ed is going to be on the wide left and Wolf will be on the right. In the front two of Lee Gregory and Aidan O'Brien. This could going to be an interesting front pairing. Gary Taylor-Fletcher is relegated to the bench today. Um, Hoffer Gary Taylor-Fletcher, McGuy gray Fabrini, Archer and Beavers And intriguingly, one from the under-21s, uh, Philpot, Jamie Philpot. So, big day for the boy, whether it's a day to, to field him, I suppose if we're, we're depends on how accepting we are of relegation, it may be a day where we see him play, if we're with a chance I very much doubt it. It's a nice old-fashioned ground, Griffin Park, I mean, you can't knock it, can you? It's got terracing at both ends, sides, uh, on both sides with, uh, loads of pillars ob- obstructing your view. Um... <laughs> This is what football's about for me. This is what I was brought up with as a boy. You went to these kinds of grounds, and they're tight, they're compact. It's in the middle of a, of a residential area. It reflects the place that it's located in. I like it, and um, you know, I don't exactly have a soft spot for anyone else, but I, I don't mind Brentford. So God knows what kind of show I've got out for you from that um, AMS boat trip down from Greenwich down to Kewbridge. Really enjoyable day, listeners. Um, I would recommend it next time they run an event. Get on it. It was a nicely organised, well-run event. The Hurlingham Party Boat, we've mentioned a couple of times already. Really nice facility. Uh, Well organised by the MS. Well done to Mickey Simpson, who put that together. It was a very enjoyable trip down. I may have partaken of light refreshments. I may stumble on my words. I may come out with nonsense. You're going to have to put up with it. This is my show. You listening to it, that's the deal. You listen, I come out with nonsense. Deal. I'm just trying to think the last time I was in the ground with terracing. I was was thinking, back to South End uh, last season in the Cup but I don't think that was terracing I think that was seating after a fashion but everyone was standing up I'm trying to think of when I last stood on a football terrace and we're probably going to go back to Staines in the FA Cup about five years ago and before that I can't think back to the olden days I guess maybe Cold Blood Lane itself, I don't know it's an interesting experience. It's a very different experience. It is um, clearly better atmosphere it comes from people standing up. You can get get behind your team more. Uh, you're less controllable, which is why, of course, the uh, the old sc- the old school stadiums were done away with back in the 80s, early 90s. I quite like it. Bring back safe standing. There, I said it. There come the two teams. listeners. Yellow. Brentford in their familiar red and white stripes and black shorts so I found myself a nice little corner spot a little empty spot on the terracing at away end I keep banging about terracing listeners don't I you think I've never seen it before I'm actually a brick wall away from the entire metropolitan police force just right next to me on their blue baseball caps I better whisper, better whisper in case they catch me Away we go. Brentford attacking the away end. Whatever this is called, I don't know. Millwall attacking the home end, which is called the Regal Stand. One and a half minutes. Upson finds Cummings over on the right. It falls to uh, Abdu. Sorry, I'm going to sound a little bit hesitant in my coach I'm such a distance away from the far end. Here comes Upson across the centre. Shot from Wolford on target. Nicely on target. Recovered there by Ainda Brown across the box. That was unlucky. Early chance, Millwall... Inside two minutes. Brentford onto the attack. Coming down their their left-hand side. Bearded strike shoots. Shot again. Blocked. Coming their Ball on the outskirts of the middle penalty area. It's over the bar. No danger. Action. Inside the two-minute mark there. Both ends. They're coming down their left-hand side. Overlapping Rana. Ball across the middle box. Urivel clears it, it's a beardy bloke on the edge of the penalty area, what can he do? He shoots, his blocked, and away by Martin Wolford. no offside from Lino, getting slated around me for that decision, another ball back across the middle box, cleared again, back to a red and white stripy shirt, they're coming at us in waves at the moment, oh he's given offside, but I don't think he was offside, we got harassed into that decision, harassed into that decision, but it's to our benefit, so we'll take it, five minutes gone, by Brian, the one-two there with Wolford's shot goal from Wolford on target again. Listeners, that's a second shot on target from Martin Wolford. We've got a whole season without seeing that. That's twice in six minutes. I exaggerate for effect. Mistake by Carmings, ball across the middle, penalty area there. He does okay to get it blocked. Got to be a corner. Six minutes gone. Been quite a bright start to the game, listeners. End-to-end stuff so far in our experience so end-to-end stuff normally means the goal goes into the middle end and not on the uh, opposition end they're pushing shoving on the penalty spot Sid and Josh Urivel in there ball's coming close has cleared Gregory doing well standing his ground and clipped no decision by the referee you slag referee Paul Harris Neil Harris speaking to Alex on News at Den says that the Mill players won't be allowed just to accept it, uh, relegation we're talking about. won't just be allowed to accept things, that they're going to have to fight their way all the way. And that's good to hear. Um, one thing that has been missing severely this season has been the mill spirit. We saw a touch of that in the last home game. And so far, you know, uh, under 10 minutes yet to be played, but we're seeing it today as well. So clearly we're not just going to lie down and take it, bend over and take it, to use a, a pornographic metaphor. Brentford fighting for the ball, that's a nice tackle by Martin ballford he's looking like a player transformed so far, good tackle by Martin ballford now, Brentford coming out that's again, Jimmy's in there nicely, Walford take it away, one or two intriguing flags up on the side of uh, the Brentford area, Jakarta, Bees, Jakarta, Indonesia, Bees, who knew, who knew that Brentford are big in Indonesia, they're on the attack here though, number 10 shooting from distance straight in the arms of David Ford, yeah so Jakarta, Bees, must have a following in Indonesia. There's also Danish bees further along with the old Danish flag, red and white. And I can see Westford, Brentford bees. That's less impressive. I'm not bothering about that one. Mostly Brentford coming forwards at us. But we're, we're kind of containing them so far. sure left and right in your are you? Went, oh, yeah. That's the influence of alcohol on your listeners. So I've just been trying to catch up with Mickey. And I'm telling you I'm by the right-hand side of the away-in. Actually, I'm by the left-hand side. So okay. that's what Largo no, right. <laughs> <laughs> Depends which way you're looking at it. I think the lesson is don't drink kids, don't drink. Yeah. So far, not bad, Nick. I mean oh. just as we said, a have the crossbar. About a... I mean, 15 minutes. Just as we were saying, not bad start. That was a floaty crossing. Delicate header hit the crossbar and came down. Joshua Uber the right guy at the linesman. Right old goal. A bit corner. It's provoked a, a volley of a volley of uh, of abuse for the linesman. He's been taking it all afternoon. And Joshua, he probably said something he probably said something Joe to 23 is going to take the corner in front of us near post straight into the police the mass rank for the police 23 gets another chance with another corner listeners floats it in near post Bobbing around, runs clear, so there's a pillshire. Ed upson for the clearance. The linesman's winning no favours in this ground today. Certainly up from the middle end anyway. On, Aris! Aris is having the right i go for giving a throw to the opposition. As the referee overruled him, the referee's overruled him. The, the linesman is rattled. Clearly rattled by the abuse he's taken. Here they come again, bring for down the right hand side. Nice challenge there by Harding, the crowd likes it. The crowd loves that challenge, and they got a goal kick. Oh, there's a slight pause in proceedings. I don't know what's going on down there. Oh uh, <laughs> do you know what? I love, I love Bill. <laughs> In the world, oh, in the totally world. how you can't play some of our fans oh, I don't know.
6: Oh, I've got no idea. I've got
2: no Get idea. these people behind you, you've got you have got the strength of ten men behind you.
6: Well look at look at the statement Harry Kane made. Yeah. Harry Kane turned around and said, "Will Well made me what I am. Yeah. If we works for a loan
2: spell here, that's it. Fullstein, Folstein is a player. What's happening there? There's a pause in the game. Is the referee going off or of some some such? Two balls on the pitch. Two balls in the pitch. Oh, they're Players broken down. Shall, shall we get game. back on the ball? Go back to the ball? What's going on here? One. It's a new referee coming in now.
6: Why is there a new ref?
2: Injured himself. So he's doing a swap with a fourth official. Or is that some bug off the stand? I don't know. I don't know who this broke is. <laughs> guy in the crowd on the left, as it? <laughs> Appears to look like our dear Lord Saviour Jesus Christ. If Jesus saves, should we put him in gold? <laughs> 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 Kelly Maloney. So, <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy in the audience, he's got long hair and a beard, basically, that makes him look like Jesus. The <laughs> <laughs> Gregory! It's like,
3: oh, golly, Gregory! 28 minutes! Simple forwards finds Gregory in space. There's a player who's slotted past and the back ball game. What do you
2: he's back he can't compare, can a goal Lee Gregory there he is open goal play through <laughs> ball by Ed Upson according to the Mill FC Twitter site Lee Gregory shows great composure to slot home the opener for Mill after latching onto Ed Upson's through ball one deal Millwall. Jesus what's
6: the score Jesus Jesus what's the score Jesus what's
2: the score across there towards Gregory again from distance oh it's over
1: back
2: <laughs> in it, isn't he? Yeah. He's getting, the, he's but, getting that hammer back now. He is. But that was an instinctive shot from the ESL Premier. A laid back from Martin Bolford. Shot was on target. Tipped over the bar. <laughs> Here come Brentford again. Floated in. Tipped over. Right, that was on target. Floated shot on target. Top right, left hand corner. Full tips over. Corner. Brentford playing a kind of passing style, I suppose you'd say. Um... Little we challenging, well in midfield today. The clear pressing, them. the 23 looks dangerous. Just saying to Mick that he, he was a player I think at the Den that did damage on us. Um, but they, they knocked the ball around quite nicely. As I say, we, we're not passing the ball as much as maybe uh, we were sold under the start of the Holloway rain. Now we're looking much, much more direct under Harris, and I, I personally prefer that. It's what I want to see at Millwall. It's a Mill Mill spirit. I think i just had my picture taken there by Mickey. Ball floated in. Off the line by Ford. And he takes it the second rebound. That was a chance. I think that looks like a new keeper. That ain't Ford. No, it's an impersonator. Dressed up as Ford. <laughs> he's rejuvenated. Yeah, isn't he? he? That was a good save he's just made there. 44th minute of a game. Be a World Cup coming. <laughs> Another decent it. save by David Ford, a man who does look like he's um, had a, one of what is yours Bourne's blood changes. Keith Richards had a blood change for Rolling Stones to her famously, didn't he? Here comes a corner, full takes. Looking comfortable, listeners. Comfortable. Our back four seems to be holding them up. For once we look like we're able to contain it. Yeah. yeah. Right. There it is. Half time, listeners. Brentford mill, mill will run. We've done well. I think we've done very well. We've done very well. They've looked dangerous, yes, but we've contained them. We've pressed well in midfield. No. Took our chance when it no, came. It. It's everything we've not been doing no,
6: then. No, completely. I mean, even Harris now still going over plans. Look, he's yeah. already going over stuff for the second half.
5: Achtung, Mailball. Mailball
2: few half-time tweets here, Alex has got halftime, Brentford nil, Millwall one. Gregory's smart finish, has the Lions in front the Bees came back strongly though and finished the half well on top uh, Jack Green says halftime at Griffin Park, oh, it's been a really good game it has been a good game, Millwall lead Brentford 1-0, David Ford man of the match so far, I think I'll go with that Ford has made one or two fantastic saves in that first half, listeners, even Labrooks have been honest, they said they haven't won for a while but Millwall 1-0 up at Brentford hashtag miracle and Millwall, That's Shows how much they know about the location. It's Miracle in Brentford, if it's going to be anywhere. Miracle at Millwall, but we're not at Millwall. Wrong. Mark Bitchfield says, and that is why I support Lee Gregory and will continue to do so. Magnificent finish, keep it going. Hashtag Millwall. It was a nice finish by Lee Gregory. It very much is the difference between the two sides, obviously. And it's something that we've been missing all season long. A, A striker that can actually latch onto a chance and take it. Is this the moment where we start to spark into life? We've left it late. We've left it fucking late. Can still be done, though. Hope. That's what kills you. Liam O'Connor says on Twitter, Harris has it spot on so far. We're imposing ourselves on the game and going for it. If we go down, we might as well go down with some pride. That's for sure. Nice, Nice tweet there from Liam. Well, been a while since we've heard a Mill team applauding onto the pitch, but we're hearing it again today. We heard it on Tuesday, and we're hearing it now on a Saturday. Away we go with the second half, listeners. Mill leading 1-0. Brentford attacking the Regal Stand, a very uh, inappropriately named Regal Stand, which looks essentially like some concrete terraces with a a, shed roof stuck above it. And Mill attacking the away end, whatever this end is called. I do not know. Here comes Aidan O'Brien down the left hand side come for a throw unlucky Lee Green almost nips in there between two Brentford defenders Brentford passing the ball around quite nicely in midfield trying to find a pass through in the middle as full takes nicely at the feet of the onrushing Brentford attacker 47-48 minutes gone Upton battles well wins the ball back. that's going to go for mill throw ain't no Brian noise out of mill support 49 minutes looming Back's back very well, very well back there. Cummings lost the ball, but worked very well to win it back again, back on the halfway line. That was good work. The whole work ethic of this Mill side is, is increased 10 times from what we've seen under yeah, yeah. well, It is a team well, transforming, isn't it? I and mean, it's the same team, pretty it's much. The same team, motivation. Yeah, just, uh, that's it. it. could be the only different factor, can't it? But, I mean, you can talk about the tactics, okay, a little bit more direct, but the work rate is incredible compared to what we've seen. It's exactly
6: the same work rate what the under 21s have. Yeah, that's, that's the
2: expectation. Yeah, clearly. that's it. And that's what you
6: get for having a Millwall man yeah. telling you what it's like to play for Millwall. Yeah. The back four of the midfield seem to be actually playing how they're supposed to play. All
2: yeah, I think you're right. We're surprised because we haven't seen the no, that's team it. players doing what they should be doing that season. That's the crying shame of this season. If we'd have done what we should have been doing all along, we wouldn't be in this
3: position. If we
2: can up, stop it going in and then put
6: it to the strikers, yeah. then they will score eventually. Years of yeah. averages. Yeah. Seem
2: to me, is if they're communicating. To them. They're talking so, to each other. They're working yeah, for each other. Yeah, they're working for each other. They're communicating. We've got, we've got a structure that is simple and easy to understand.
6: Ford running out to catch balls. Yeah. Didn't necessarily used to leave it to the defenders, okay.
2: and now he's not. Lee Gregory coming down the left hand side, ball inside. If I was Anthony Brian! shot brilliantly, saved, buddy. for goalkeeper, brilliant save. You've got to take your hat off for that one. Nice a move. Great save. Cut inside by Lee Gregory, found Aiden well Played Well played as a team. Yeah, nice move but fantastic save. It's a middle corner. Offside. Oh, Unlucky, some nice movement. Lee Gregory and Aidan O'Brien combined very, very well, listeners. Offside there, but the idea was right. 56 minutes. Long ball out of defence from Josh Urivel. Lee Gregory's in there. Bobbles through. Aiden O'Brien's first time, it's just wide. Unlucky. 59 minutes. He's talking, by Well, it looks like a partnership there. Oh, mate. Again, an instinctive strike. An instinctive strike. They're working well for each other. They're both talking to each other. That looks like a partnership up front. We haven't seen yes. that for some years. No, no. Ball holds up. Ain't O'Brien no Brian want that ball in front of him. And the move breaks down. Ain't O'Brien no really, really was fucked off that That ball didn't come his way. That's a factor that's been missing for some time. A team of players actually care about what happens, wanting the ball. It's a couple of times he looks pissed off, doesn't oh, it? Totally. he? wanted that in position. front of him. Oh, he he yeah. wanted run on goal there. <laughs> that do him with a solid tackle. I know, Brian's a candidate for man of the match. I mean, the work the boys putting in now, and it, you can really see that he wants that ball played in front of him. He's working hard. He's just gone from one side of the pitch to the other, trying to chase after the football to get it back. Full saves have kept us in the game, but honestly, as a, as a second choice, Aidan O'Brien so far nicely worked there. Lee Gregory coming down to the right, ball inside. Morford's inside. Gregory wants is Morford over on the far right of the Brentford Penalty area.
4: Yes, goal! Aidan
3: O'Brien! Two-yard O'Brien, ecstatic! 2
2: 63 minutes gone. We're going fucking mental. I want it. I ain't no expression it tells a thousand
6: stories. He's doing that famous Neil Harris moment, rallying the star, rallying
2: the uh, the, the fans up, and getting us to sing it. Fantastic. Two 0 really Different. So totally different, different team. Just two goal cushion? I can't remember a two goal cushion. I think we have to check our ticket. It does say Brentford versus Millwall. It's not the Millwall I can remember. Not this season. It's a
6: naughty
2: boy You've got to go ask Jesus. <laughs> Brentford looking distraught, ragged. The yeah, O'Brien and Gregory looks like a partnership. True sense of the word. Yeah, setting, setting yeah, they like, understand each other's game. Yeah. They're working for each other. Brentford, don't know what to do. That's a ragged pass there from Brentford. Little throwing over on the far right from where we look. Aidan O'Brien's got his own charm thisness. The Aidan O'Brien chant to Seven Nation Army.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you were there the day that chant was born. You were listening to it. That was the Aidan O'Brien chant. Walford inside the six-yard box in front of goal. Lee Gregory almost had t- taken off his feet in front of goal. What's happened? We're looking at a different side, Mick. I know. We're winning the ball, the ball's coming back to us. It's Cummings inside. He finds O'Brien. Can't control.
4: O'Brien's chasing it back down
2: though. He's chasing it back. What's going on? 66 minutes. Confidence flowing through his side. Long ball, Aiden's gonna have to struggle to get that one. The boys got workload, but that was always a big ask. Oh, Aiden O'Brien. Maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe not. Here comes O'Brien. Takes his man, beats him, skins his man. Crosses neatly in, unlucky, unlucky. The boy's on fire, listeners, the boy's on fire. Late Brentford attack, 83rd minute, coming up for the 84th minute. Taffing around with it over on the right-hand side. I get a cross in. That's going to... Guys, a penalty. Nor can see the penalty. Couldn't tell you what happened there. Ball into the into the penalty area. Man goes flying. Looks like he's been clattered. It's a penalty to Brentford. 84 minutes. Dear. That's going to give us the nervous, nervous last few minutes, wouldn't it, listeners? Penalty to Brentford. Looking for do. Straight down the middle. 2-1. I've been nervous last six minutes, listeners. Unbelievably, there's a load of people going home. What goes on there? they go got 2-1 back into the game and they're going home. They're going home. Amazing, there's a stream of Brentford fans leaving for the exits to my left. They've just got themselves 2-1 back into the game. Make it out like what you will. Ball across the box to, to just be in front of Gregory that does well takes nicely we'll go to the panic stations a little bit I think that's falls out miles out of his area four minutes four minutes extra time it'll be a long four minutes listeners late late equaliser that's Gutting. fuck me shot from the edge of the penalty area two each Jesus fucking Christ Sure, that is a gussy, gussy late, late goal. Across the middle box. Cleared. Ooh, fucking hell. Every man for himself stuff at the moment, listeners. Little throw just about halfway inside the Brentford half.
6: see the ref go over? Did
2: he? <laughs> about a minute to go. Taylor Fletcher coming down the right hand side into the for penalty area he's still got a ball what can he do drinks the forward. oh shot inches wide I thought we had that for a moment listeners inside the last minute probably over with a diving header to clear here comes upson long long ball tries to find Lee Gregory strong goal what can he do he stops probably taking a moment too long Sean Williams, overdoing it. Martin Wolford. Can we get a goal. Too much time, too much flapping around, right in the depth of the game. That was our chance. There we go. There it is, full time. Brentford two, Mill two. Feels like a loss, doesn't it, Mick? Feels like a loss. Fantastic Mill performance, listeners. Milka stunned by that late, late equaliser. and haven't been 2-0 up. Players flat out on the pitch. They've everything they've got to give. Can't ask the board of what we've seen today, listeners. But there we are. Two each. It finishes. That's Ahtong Millwall. Thank you for listening. Big thank you to the AMS for a little trip on the boat earlier on. Disconsulate league with the people getting well applauded and rightly so. That was a performance, that was a mill or performance. Well done. Well done each and everyone.
5: Achtung, Mehlball
2: that's not quite the show, listeners. I thought we might enjoy a little postscript to too. Yesterday's fantastic performance, and it was a fantastic performance over there at Griffin Park in Brentford. So Neil Harris speaking to the official site after the game said, the level of performance, the goals we scored, and the chances we created were very impressive, he said. My boys are outstanding and we deserve to win that game of football. I think I'd reinforce that it, it was, uh, in in the context of the season that we've had, it was a massive performance and a really, um, you know, given given how dispiriting things have become, it was a, it was a huge light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, uh, clearly I think that the fat lady singing on the relegation front. But the, just the, the sheer verve and spirit and, and desire that we saw yesterday, particularly from the attacking duo of Aidan O'Brien and Lee Gregory, was, was something to behold. Um, the, the remainder of the games promised much of this season there, and who would have thought we'd ever be saying that just a few weeks ago under the, the reign of the infamous Ian Holloway? Uh, Mark Litchfield, uh, writing on Twitter, said, Gutting to throw away two points like that. But look at a bigger picture. Compare that to the Norwich game just a fortnight ago. Very true, Mark. Omar Rondain um, says, How much of a handful is Aidan O'Brien and where, when he's in full flow? I hope you've got a good goal bonus. I hope you've got a good goal bonus too, Aidan, because we want to see you getting paid well, son, for more goals like you scored yesterday. Um, Jack TK said uh, of the partnership of Gregory and O'Brien, They were bloody brilliant together. Long may that continue. We will always do better with 4-4-2. Simple. Um, I'm kind of agreeing with you there, Jack. I, I personally much preferred the style of play that we saw yesterday. We've moved on from the um, the, the going nowhere passing style under Holloway. I know some will criticise that kind of um, you know, slightly uh, old-fashioned view, but um, personally, give me 4-4-2 and direct any day of the week. Um, Alex Aldrich writing on his news at Dan's site says it's still early days but there's enough evidence after three games to make a case for Neil Harris getting the manager's job full time he's taken to it very very well um, Gregory also, speaking about Lee Gregory yesterday ran himself into the ground, terrific performance I think that is worth mentioning just re-listening to the, uh, to the live piece that I did yesterday it's Aidan O'Brien this and Aidan O'Brien that but it needed Lee Gregory's touch to bring Aidan into the game and I do believe that's a partnership for the future, something we haven't seen in some years Kate Murray says uh will look so much better spirit and pride, which is all we've been asking for this season Michael Mulroy Says on Twitter, we being realistic, we don't need a rebuild, just need to fuck off some high earners like Shitu, Bailey, Walford. I thought Walford did OK yesterday, personally. Martin wasn't seen. And uh, Michael says, we have the players at the club to give it a go. Sid Nelson, Jake Goodman, Aidan O'Brien, Fred Onyadyn, Jack Powell, keep Williams and Upson if we can. These will be strong players for League One. And if we don't keep Abdu, I will personally find Andy Ambler and bite his nose off. So there you are. Don't get your nose bitten off Andy Ambler. We sign Jimmy Abdu. Jamie, JG94, says, uh, Mill were two games undefeated since Alan Dunn was suspended. Coincidence, he asks. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. And finally, um, a, 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 a post that I got from the magnificently named Cockpits Mill, well I can't argue with that name. Um, TTK1885 is his, is his Twitter handle. Um, he says, personally, I think today demonstrates why relegation needn't be a bad thing. It gives us a chance to regroup as a club. Today we had the bad in throwing away three points, going down and starting again in League One. We'll hopefully draw a line under this rot. And we had the good side, some promising type players coming through, finding their feet, which we can use as a springboard to rebuild the club with. Certainly if Berylsen is prepared to spend similar money, well, that will go further in a division, League One we're talking about, where our five to 6,000 season ticket holders and ability to draw nine to 12,000, I think you're being optimistic there, cockpiss, got to be honest, makes us a strong club. If we did pull off a miracle and stay up, it may be harder to shake off the current rot of low confidence and poor home form next season. As you know, Millwall are quite good at regrouping and building themselves up again, I think we're exactly the right sort of club to do that in League One. As said, we're a strong club at that level where Walsall and Oldham, with circa 2000 season ticket holders, are considered solid clubs. But we don't have that weight of expectation on us to go straight up, like Sheffield United maybe. We'll have the relative luxury of bringing in the Mill raised kids, sprinkle a few decent additions, and for a couple of seasons get strong again, and hopefully come back up. This time, having finally learned some important lessons. Thanks for the post, cockpit. I think that um, the areas there were a little bit rosy-tinted, mate. Um, I've never, ever held the view that relegation can be a good thing, but I do take the point. So, that, thanks for listening to the show. Big thanks once again to the AMS for the magnificent boat ride yesterday. That was Akadong Mill. My name is Nick Hart. Thank you for listening.
6: Captain, Captain, the halyards is hooked up on the half-deck, and the stern is a stove with a starboard. The sheets is a-shaking the shackles, Captain. The capstan's caught up in the cockpit, Captain, and the scupper is scuppered. What do we do, Captain?
5: Halyards? Shackles? Scuppers? Uh, find me the ship's dictionary, master mate. <laughs>
4: Listening to octune Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here.